listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon. 7, Seven. Studio. I've been saying all year that Ohio State had a more talented roster than Georgia. And that if you put them on a neutral field in a dome where there's no weather and they could spread out their offense, that they would give Georgia all sorts of problems or Alabama or Tennessee or even Michigan. They're not built to play in the cold and run off tackle. But Urban Meyer, when he was at Ohio State, he built the Ohio State University Buckeyes for that game over the weekend against Georgia. And much respect to Georgia for pulling out the dub. There are no moral victories. I'm not going to make excuses. I'll just say this. If Marvin Harrison doesn't get lit up with that non-targeting call, Ohio State was about to to put a 20-piece McNugget on the Bulldogs. And their offense is so dependent and contingent on the ability to, to spread out defenders for for Georgia and to be able to get the underneath stuff with Emeka Abuka. So you got a double team Harrison. Harrison was torching him in the first quarter and they double teamed him the rest of the game. Well that opened up everything underneath for Fleming and Abuka. When Harrison got hurt remember Jackson Smith and Jig was out. So when Harrison got hurt they double teamed the Bulldogs double teamed Abuka. And Ohio State was down to to fourth string. They've had a lot of injuries, and that's part of football, man. You got to play with what you got. You had guys like Rossi out there for Ohio State that, that don't really play those type of minutes, and they played with heart. They did their best to impose their will. And Georgia was just better in the end. You, you, you got to play with what you got. And the last men standing for Georgia were better than the last men standing for Ohio State. And when Harrison got hurt, I was just like, I don't know if Ohio State's going to be able to score any more points. And I don't think that they're going to be able to hold Georgia. I think it was 38-24 at the time, or or 38-27 at the time. It's going to be very difficult for Ohio State to hold Georgia without any scores the rest of the game. And and look, the fan base, I think I speak for, for the entire Ohio State University fan base. The fan base, we could take an L playing at Georgia because that's an at Georgia. You're playing them in Atlanta. Playing the Bulldogs in Atlanta as well as Ohio State travels. You're not going to out-travel. I remember they they had to play LSU in a national championship game in the Superdome down in New Orleans. Well, good luck with that. As well as Ohio State travels, they're not going to be able to fill up that stadium in Atlanta, in that spot. Georgia hasn't been great for 40 years since Herschel Walker was playing for them as opposed to running for senator. So that was going to be a tough task. They went down there. They played with heart. They played with grit. It was back and forth. They put up 40-plus on Georgia's defense, vaunted defense. They took it to them. They had a fantastic play-calling game. They were tough. They were physical. They got after Stetson Bennett. 
Of course, you had the the Denzel Burke got torched on a seventy yarder because that's what he does. I hate to go after kids, but that secondary is bad outside of ransom. But if Ohio State plays like that, I think the fan base we were questioning Ryan Day and the team had developed a culture of just being soft and being conservative. And there's no reason to be soft and conservative when you have better players than other teams. So I, I say salute to Ohio State, salute to Georgia. Sometimes in a loss, you learn more about someone than in a win. And like I said, there are no moral victories. It's Ohio State University, man. Ohio State's not a team that says, oh, we hung with an SEC team. It's, hey, Ohio State was a better team for the majority of that game. And I don't mean better on some fluky stuff. They're a better team. If you line those guys up next week, it's going to be the same issue. They were the better team. They were absolutely abusing the Georgia corners. They couldn't cover Ohio State. Too, too much speed. Ohio State had more speed than Georgia. We talk about the SEC speed. Ohio State had the SEC speed. And you got to remember, this team, they're supposed to be built around Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And basically saying, we don't need a bleeping defense. We have the two best receivers in college football. Can you cover them? I think if they're if they're at full strength, I think they blow Georgia out. I'll be completely honest with you. Keep it a buck. I think they blow Alabama out. They blow anybody out on a neutral field. Now, they're soft to an extent. So if you put them outdoors and they have to, to line it up in the eye, that plays into Michigan's strength. But when they play like that, and you got – Stroud out there who doesn't like to run, and he's running. He basically left everything out on the field. He he did everything that he could possibly do to win that game. I had a feeling they're going to shank the field goal at the end because it's a fifty yarder with the national championship spot spot in that game on the line, and and that's why that's why Noah Ruggles he's not a professional kicker, so he went full Mike Vanderjack. Colts reference. But you play like that, man, I think people, the Buckeye Nation wants to see them play with some heart and some grit and actually take it to a team of equal talent. Don't play conservative. Ryan Day went for a fake punt. Now, Kirby's smart. He he was smart enough to call a timeout, pardon the pun. But they left everything on the field. I think if you play like that against Michigan, you play like that against your bowl games, you play like that against Notre Dame, when they play Notre Dame next year, in South Bend, I think if the if the team plays like that and you lose because I don't I don't think Georgia was better, but without Harrison, Georgia was better. And part of the reason Georgia won last year, not taking any shine off of them, I'm not a big Stetson Bennett fan, but the part of the reason Georgia won last year is because Michi for Alabama and Jameson Williams were out. Bam, they didn't have nobody to throw to. So in these big games, offense is key. You got to be able to put up 40 points. You're not going to win running off tackle. Scum found that out. And I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and make fun of of the Michigan Wolverines. They they thrashed Ohio State. So they they beat the brakes off my boys. I think Jim Harbaugh outcoached himself going for it on fourth and goal but then calling a double reverse pass. That's stupid. You run the ball off tackle. That's that's who you are. If you can't get 1 yard with your, with your three tight end set, you don't deserve to win. 
And then they got a tough call on that that long pass that was not a touchdown. In college, where your knee hits, it's not the NFL. There's no advancement. You can't roll on the turf into the end zone. So that was the right call. But you have the ball first and goal on the on the one-inch line. And they tried to get cute and hand it to the up back and fumble. That's, that's, that's a you problem. So I don't want to hear about the refs. I don't want to hear about conspiracy. You were the better team. Michigan, I think Michigan, I said all year I thought that Michigan and Ohio State were the best two teams in the country. And I feel from watching those games over the weekend that they were the best two teams in the country. Michigan outcoached themselves and they had, what, four turnovers? You don't deserve to win. You have four turnovers. Ohio State, they dominated for a significant portion of the game. Couldn't finish. Lost their best player. On a play that should have been a targeting play. But close games that could have gone either way. I think it shows that you're getting into an age of more parity in college football. And I think if you're Ohio State especially, Ohio State's days of getting all the best players and dominating the Northeast, I've said that Ohio State is a dominant power. They have a whole quadrant. They have the whole Northeastern quadrant of the country to themselves. That's not going to be the case for long. So as a fan, you want to see them cash one in? Because with NIL, man, and, 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 and you see, I think you're going to see Alabama and Ohio State regress to the mean a little bit. Ohio State's not going to get Jackson Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison because NIL money. They're not going to get three really good running backs. They're not going to get the type of DBs that they've gotten previously when they had Denzel Ward. They had Malik Hooker. They had Gary and Conley. You're not going to see the plethora of talent for Ohio State and even Alabama because now kids can go get money anywhere. They can play. They don't have to redshirt. You saw people, you got people going to the transfer portal, got people going to you got people going to Colorado. It's just a it's just a different situation. So it's going to be a lot more parity. You're going to see more TCUs. USC's going to get better and better. Colorado's going to be a problem, at least with recruiting. Tennessee's going to be a problem. Miami, at some point, is going to get their act together with NIL. You got the cocaine banana boats down there. This is very interesting, but I, I, those were two really good games over the weekend, two evenly matched teams. And it was a play here, a decision here, a mistake here that, that made the difference in those games. But I thought it was phenomenal football. I was on the edge of my seat basically from 3 in the afternoon on Saturday all the way till midnight, just on the edge of my seat watching football. I thought, I thought that over the weekend, I thought that was really good for college football. You have four fantastic teams that were well-coached, that were hungry, that played with heart, that played with grit, that played with substance. And they went out there to take it to the other team. And, and the best two teams won. And I think TCU, I've been going against Georgia. I, I think Georgia's going to win, just like I thought they were going to beat Ohio State, but it's going to be real close. TCU's going to have some gadget plays for, for Georgia, and they're, they're, going to, they're going to travel well. Games on the West Coast is going to be very, very interesting contrast of styles, and I would not be shocked if TCU won the national championship. Last day show. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. It's some beautiful thing. Why don't you give it to your wife? My wife? How am I going to give it to my wife? I ain't married. You got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah. So marry her. Hey, you for real? I'm asking you to middle a diamond for me here. Now, all I want for my end is 8,000. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.